0: Welcome to the Business Thruple Podcast, where we talk about what it takes to build a global business. I'm Al. I'm Jasmine Sheree. And I'm Jamie. Welcome to the podcast.
1: Welcome to the Business Thrupple Podcast. We're here today, we're really super duper excited with Kayla Dawson. She is our brand new brand licensee for the Green Rebellion in Brisbane, welcome, Kayla. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. So, pre Kayla is a little bit nervous. We've told her that she doesn't <laughs> need to be a star.
0: She can just sit there and be herself. Thank you. <laughs> I'm curious to know. Um, can you share a little bit about your story? Like, where did you come from? Where? Where? Wh- how did you get here?
2: It's been a journey, that is for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, everyone, you know, has got a story to tell, but. The last few years is it's been a bit of a roller coaster, you know. 2018 I had my little girl Ivy. Mm. Um she's a beautiful beautiful little girl. Love her to bits. And um you know within a few months relationship of nearly 10 years started going, you know, quite bad. Um we just sort of went our own ways and you know it was time for us to to part ways, you know, close to our 10 year anniversary and Ivy wasn't even quite one, she was eleven months old, um, and from that, you know, you can only imagine uh, being with someone for ten years and thinking that's who you're going to be with forever. My whole life was turned upside down.
0: Wasn't 2019, was it? It, it, it literally was 2019. <laughs> no, <that> was- <laughs>
2: It's like the year of Carly
0: Fire and Destruction, 2019.
2: No joke, that year was horrendous. So I separated with my partner, Ivy's dad, and not long after I lost my nan um, and that was really out of the blue and she was my I'm, best I'm, friend. I'm,
1: I'm like, I'm tears are welling up <laughs> in my eyes already. Well, I'll be there in a minute.
2: Um, and two weeks after we lost my pa and, yeah, uh, I was in a very dark place. They were my best friends. Um, yeah, so from that, you know, like life was upside down. We sold our house, our family home that we built, um, and then COVID hit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what, and were you, what were you doing in that time uh, financially to support yourself? Were you working or were you...? Yeah, I was. I was still going to work. I was working in a government job,
2: um which I was very grateful for actually because we could do shifts later at night and I wasn't missing time with Ivy, um, I was showing up to work and I was a mess. Um, you know, my team leader knew I was a mess but I was still going and I was getting the work done but it was hard. I'd show up to everything. Um, a lot of people didn't actually even know what was going on. We didn't tell anyone. We had separated for quite a while. Yeah. Um, you know, played the happy families for, for a long time Um but, yeah, like I'm grateful for that job, um, you know, that I didn't miss that time with Ivy. But I was in limbo back and forth from my mum and dad um, to my hometown. I was all over the shop. I was in a very dark place. And and then from that, like, I mean, I am very grateful for COVID, believe it or not. Like I know it was a horrible time. But I had time to stop and pause and actually just work on myself feel what needed to be felt and and heal. And I did so much work on myself during that period. This is of why lockdown. I'm
1: really grateful for you being on the team, yeah. like that mentality that we talk about. You know what I talk about this non-victim mentality and the people that oh, we're yeah. after Yeah, and you got that, like you've got like you know, rest of the world's like, fuck you, COVID. And you're like, actually, it's a gift. And oh. that's what I feel like too. It truly was. Like I had time to
2: stop and reflect and, and work on all the, the shit I needed to work on Um, and not just that. Like, you know, giving me and my ex that time to work on this co-parenting and mm. we've mastered that now. Like we are amazing. You, I,
1: <laughs> they actually live together. We
2: live together. <laughs> uh, believe it or not, funny story. I'm living <laughs> in his... Your ex. I'm living in his garage. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I've done a full circle. We're not together but, um, yeah, I've had to get out of my other living arrangement and he said, look, you're not going to be out on the ground. You come and stay with her, uh, stay with me. And, yeah, so me and Ivy are living with him and it's working fantastically. Like we've got a great relationship. We're good friends. Um, and, yeah, it's it's funny how five years later done this full circle living in another state because we're from Victoria originally
0: mm. both moved up to Queensland and yeah
2: and, and I here have I am. so
0: much respect for people who can go through uh, separation after relating uh even especially when children are involved uh and I think more and more like I mean I I know there's a lot of people who just part ways and never want to speak to each other again and want to burn each other's houses down and stuff like that. But (laughs) that's a nice way of putting it. But I like more and more I'm seeing people like actually work things out Uh, and doesn't mean that they have to get back together, but they're co-parenting and they're actually co-existing in this life together, you know. And I have so much respect for stories like that. So um, woman to woman, kudos to you. Thank you. Um, And like, yeah, it's um, I think it's extraordinary to be able to do that.
2: Yeah. Look, I mean, it wasn't always easy at the start um, and I could have been pretty sour, but there's there's no point, you know, like I've always had that positive mentality of I'll, I'll try and bro- draw on the positives always. And, um, you know, I look at what we've built now for ourselves and Ivy and it's a beautiful life. And yeah, I'm actually grateful for all that heartbreak and those hardships because I think from that, that's where I've got my hunger. Um, you know, you kind of, you, you got to. Grow through what you go through, and I 100 percent have, and yeah, and now I'm here sitting on this couch. So, how did you guys meet?
1: Taylor and I knew each other like from our network marketing days so long ago. In the toilet. Yeah, so, but that, ont- <laughs> that, that <is> not <laughs> No, we weren't. No, I'm not doing that things in the toilet. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> sorry, straighty 180. Yeah. No. No. Um, So that entrepreneur spark all those years ago, we went, let's do network marketing. And that's all. I love network marketing. Hate it now. But, you know, I love it for it opens up that entrepreneur spark in a lot of people. For me, you know, I'd always had this dream of wanting more and being an entrepreneur. And for me, it showed me it was like that stepping stone.
2: Uh, Absolutely. And
1: you and I are so much alike. (laughs) I do see a
2: lot in us that is very similar yeah, which is scary. <laughs> so, are you still doing the
0: network marketing now? Or have you no. stepped away from that? No, I
2: stepped away from that.
0: Yeah. Okay. yeah. And so, you contacted Jamie in the last couple of months, and you're uh, when we started talking about brand licensees. So, w- where you're at now, so you're living in Brisbane, um, Gold Coast. Gold Coast base. Oh, you're Gold Coast base. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Sorry. And you've uh, got your own already established cleaning business. Yeah. So, you're, you got some street cred you got some skin in the game already in the cleaning industry
3: she's got her stripes
1: <laughs> I've definitely got my stripes <laughs> you're like you're with Al like he he when we first started the Green Rebellion and you know not like same as you you know you started your cleaning business probably about around the same time that we started the Green Rebellion yeah I saw Kayla online like and like we kind of support each other in this little bit hey we're both starting cleaning businesses and saw this amazing opportunity um, so, our was out on the ground. He was our cleaner on the ground where we were developing the system. So, you guys, like, you you guys get it. Together. Got the street cred. I absolutely get it. It is hard work. Like, business is
2: not easy when you're on the ground and you're working your guts out. And, yeah. I mean, as a cleaner, you know, I could do a 10 hour bond clean on my own. So, like, I, I 100% get it. Um, I've been doing that for the last. 16 months. So when we moved up, I didn't initially start the business. Um, I was still working in my government job. And we ended up in a caravan full time for four months, me and Ivy at another crossroad. Um, You know, that was probably the best time in her life. She absolutely loved it. But for me, it was a really hard pill to swallow because I felt like I was failing as a parent. Um, And I thought, you know what, enough is enough, like I have to do something. I always knew there was something more out there for me Um, and then that's where my cleaning business was created Um, and then now fast forward. How did you get into your cleaning business? Mm. A beautiful friend of mine, Maddie, down in Melbourne has a cleaning business and I did some casual work for her and... um, I've always found cleaning really therapeutic. I've always loved it. I'm, I'm a clean freak. Mm. Um, and then I'd go down to Melbourne and, and clean with her and she she was actually one of the ones that mentioned it to me and she's like, Kayla, why don't you do this? Like she goes, I have absolutely 100% faith in you mm. that you will kill it. She's like there's no doubt in my mind and and honestly it was her that she was making me do things so outside my comfort zone. Like before I even had equipment products, anything, she's making me put it, put the word out there for, for clients. I'm like, are you kidding me? I <laughs> can't do that. I haven't even got a vacuum cleaner yet. She's like, well, you'll get one. You'll get one tomorrow. And it was her that pushed me into starting this and, you know, being in the van. and yep. so, yeah. so just
3: talking into that a little bit, so obviously you're already in the game, you're already cleaning. What is it and how have we sort of helped you to fill that space now where you've come in as a brand licensee and how you see that we can actually help you create your own space now with us?
2: Yeah, well, massively because I'm burnt out for one. You know, I've been doing the hard yards for the last 16 months and I've always had a bigger vision, um, you know, than yeah, what that's I'm what doing. I was
1: going to ask, when you were first on the ground, did you see cleaning as just cash flow or you saw it as the opportunity and where the market is?
2: A massive opportunity, yeah. 100%. Yeah, like, I mean, there's so much opportunity out here and you get people saying, you know, oh, there's so many cleaners and, and this and that. Look at where we live, you know, look at the amount of work that is out there for a cleaner. Like there's yeah.
1: such a high demand.
3: Yeah, I mean, like you look at population size and population density around Australia, it's massive. It's But huge. it's not
1: even Australia, you know, as we've worldwide got our brand yeah. licensees coming in, it, like what we see in Australia is this big gap that we saw within the market. It's worldwide. Yeah, it
0: really is. So going back to Al's question, why did you choose to become a Green Rebellion brand licensee? So I was at another
2: crossroad um, and – I was (laughs) full of fucking crossroads. (laughs) Isn't (laughs) that funny? You know, in the ex's garage, um, you know, a lot had been happening. I'd been following your launch really closely um, and as soon as you had announced it, I was on the phone to Maddie and I was like, oh, my God, you need to get on and have a look at this. Like this business model is amazing. Um, I was burnt out. I was looking for more in my business, but a single mum, you know, just doing the daily grind. I didn't have the resources, mental capacity to like get my business off the ground. I seen an opportunity with you guys that was incredible. Um, It aligned with me, you know, like the eco-friendly business that, that to me is huge. I've also lost my my part to asbestos related cancer. So when I seen the reason for you starting your business, like that really hit Ooh, a sore out. point for me. <laughs> um and yeah, I just seen how your business was growing and I just thought I want to be a part of that.
0: Like it, yeah, it really just aligned with my value. I asked this question very cautiously and respectfully. Yeah. Um, because I, I don't want I don't want to sound yes, I'm just gonna say it. Um <laughs> which part of your life when when you were looking at this opportunity did you go so was it uh uh you've got too many cleans and you you know uh you know all too many clients was it the not coping being you know like single mum was it the Back end of your business, what was it that was kind of the tipping point for you?
3: Or D, all of the above. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah, (laughs) above.
0: You know, I'd
2: be out there doing a a whole day clean, two bond cleans a day. um, You know, a lot of the time as well. I'd get home. I've got a little girl that's full of energy, and you know, my phone's not stopping. The work does not stop; like it's constant. You know, like not only was my body, you know, starting to give up on me, but like I was mentally, mentally exhausted. Um, it was just, it's not sustainable for me to keep doing what I was doing in my business yeah. without getting the help in. And I just thought, you know it's what, really the time is now, yeah, it just couldn't have happened at a better time to be honest. Um, yeah. So you feel like I, you were-
3: sp- I speak to a lot of cleaners every day. Like I'm always talking to cleaners and some of them will say to me, you know, why would I come over and do XYZ when, you know, I can go and work for myself, I can make forty five dollars an hour, you know, why would I worry about tapping into that? But the thing that they don't think about, right, is they go home. And they do another four hours work at home, you're not getting paid for that. Absolutely. So while not. you might be on the books at forty-five dollars an hour, and when you spread that out over the whole day, you're on 20 bucks an That's hour. That's exactly right. And you're completely responsible for it all. And
1: I think you guys are like in the nitty-gritty, like and you talk to the cleaners, but a lot of what are the talking I do is our brand licensees coming on. And we do have a lot of brand licensees that already have their own established cleaning businesses. Some of them are sole traders, um, see feeling the same thing as yeah. you, and some of them have got really established businesses with contractors and like i reckon i've had a good you know five or ten people say to me now that are looking at us that have existing cleaning businesses and they're like i have been thinking about putting together what you have been thinking about for years like the app that we're developing the training course all the gaps that i saw in the market a lot of people are seeing it and the difference between i think where we're at where you are like you can't go and develop it when you're in the job like doing the do like there's no time and space to be able to do that so you know, we had the time and space, we created it. And like what, and you would know too, you know, for what a brand licensee pays to come in and access our setup as a brand licensee, it's probably about quarter of the price as what you would pay to set, or probably less than what you would pay to set it up yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. And that was
2: exactly right. What you just said, I didn't have the space to go out and create what you've created. Like, I'd get home, I'd be brain dead, I'd be exhausted, like, you know, and I'd be up till still midnight on my phone every night sometimes. Sending invoices
0: out, making sure people are paid. Quoting jobs, you know, like it, you, my brain could not switch off. Answering messages. Yeah. Like, and then customer complaints and, yeah. you know, uh, there's a whole side of a cleaning business. It's not just going in and getting, uh, you know, go- going in and getting the cleans done. It's actually like the back end of our business. It is, yeah. And
3: this is a lot like... Like to go a little bit off subject, but like when Jamie and yourself were in network marketing too, like Jamie would wake up first thing in the morning, she'd be on the phone from 7am till 7 o'clock at night and then like you get these sales in between. But then when you spread that out over the amount of time that you're actually spending to get that through, like you've got to add it all up together.
1: It's systems, right? And there's so many opportunities out there in the world that we can tap into and leverage. But unless you've got the system to support you to be able to make the most of your time to keep growing and moving, you're pretty much fucked, you know, you'll get to burnout, stage.
3: Yeah. And today we have all the systems available to us. Like, there's more than enough out there.
1: You see that happening with a lot of cleaners. You know,
2: they they don't hang around for that long. You know, they're out there. I've speak to a lot of agents that I do a lot of my work for, and they're like, number one, we can't find. good cleaner they're hard to come across Mm. number two they're in business for such a small period of time and then they're absolutely burnt out that they physically can't do it any longer
1: because the industry is getting overlooked and that's what i saw and when we're putting the data and the numbers and everything together and what i could clearly see and like what you saw when you looked at that numbers when you chose to come on as a brand licensee it is a massive fucking industry that's growing by six percent every year but people aren't looking at it as the opportunity for it. Like there's so, there were so many gaps and it was so old school where it's just like get customer, turn up with mop and bucket and not the systems and everything in place to be able to tap into that massive market where there was a gap and the processes to put it together. And I know there is some companies that have done a little bit of what we've done, you know, like they might've developed like a training program or an onboarding program. But no other company on this planet, and I don't say this lightly because I've done my research, has done half of what we've done with the Green Rebellion. And what and we what, plan to do too, And And yeah. where yeah. we're going and what we plan to do. And now that you're like in the business, I'd like no, to... She's okay. in <laughs> and she's
0: arrived. And like, and here she is. Oh, and like
1: breath of fresh air. Like Kayla is just like she doesn't officially launch Brisbane until October and is already like just doing such an amazing job and I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful for all our brand licensees that, you know, I had this big vision of what I could create. I could clearly see the gaps but it's what I was saying to you before we hit, you know, play. It takes fucking courage. You know, we are really, we've got big plans. We know where we're going and we're taking the steps but it takes courage to say yes to something that is a startup business. So I'm I'm really grateful for everybody that's doing that.
0: How are you... um How, Kayla, how are you going like, you know, in the world of, I know you, was the MLM, MLM, there is a difference between MLM and network marketing? I don't think so. Oh, wasn't there? No. Okay. So it's the same thing.
1: Okay. I think you're thinking about affiliate marketing.
0: Oh yeah. Okay. So, sorry. Well, whenever you were doing the network, whatever it is, um, was that your first sort of uh, time in business when you were doing that and then you went into cleaning? I only really dabbled in that, to be honest. Oh, right. I've, okay. I've worked
2: many different jobs. You know, I've always been very career driven, um, but that was always that sort of in between thing. So. Right yeah. So yeah.
0: and then your so your cleaning business was that your first time as a businesswoman. Yes. Yeah.
1: And how the cleaning <laughs> industry is like. You get your stripes like we're talking about in a cleaning yeah. business because there's what people don't realise that you have to wear so many hats in the industry. So there's so many skill sets that you'll you have to grow to run a profitable business from that very start. So I talk about digging your trench, right? Yep. And get in, dig your trench, and entrepreneur- entrepreneurship is the best person. In my dreams,
0: I've got my bobcat. And I'm digging my trench. Well,
1: got my little She's not digging it by hand. She's <laughs> she's like, I'm using my tools, baby. <laughs> um, but like I'd go to far as to say, like, I know I love the cleaning industry. I might, might be a bit biased, but it's probably one of the best fucking industries to grow your entrepreneur backbone because you've got to wear so many hats. You do yeah, you
2: literally not only on the ground cleaning and running the business but you know you've also got your socials and your marketing and all these things that you know you're doing your invoicing, your quoting
0: and your customer service. Oh. You gotta be nice to people. All whilst, (laughs) all whilst, you gotta be nice to people. Like, (laughs) all whilst juggling children and
2: life, and yeah,
1: burn out. Like this is like the big gap that I saw within the industry at the very start. Right, was one. You either got a solo cleaner that is struggling to wear all the hats and they're not getting paid their worth because the industry hadn't caught up with inflation and what people are actually worth. Yeah. (laughs) So that was a big gap Um, and just people burn out and like showing up to jobs and doing a half-assed job and it's not because they want to do a half-assed job, they're just
0: actually burnt out. Right, and they don't have the time or the capacity to be doing all the things that... Plus the cleans, plus the kids, plus the school drop-offs, plus managing previous relationships, plus uh, keeping your own house clean, plus the marketing, plus the uh, accounting, plus the… Breathing. Uh, breathing. <laughs> breathing, plus the customer service. Like, but I
1: think when you – and so this is where I saw the next bit, right? So people get to that point and they're like, oh, I need help. So they'll start to bring on employees or subcontractors. And that's a whole nother that's another fucking ball basket game. of yep. problems. Now
3: you're responsible for more people. Are you
1: starting to get up to that point where you were thinking that you would have to start like outsourcing I, and seeing the problems. I, had a, I had a
2: couple of subcontractors, um, and one in particular beautiful girl, and it's funny how she she actually phoned me and we just hit it off straight away. And I knew from the get-go she would eventually branch out and start her own business because she it was like another me. I yeah. thought how have I found her we, straight away is, like she, she needs is to amazing. buy a brand license. <laughs> I know, I know. And she is the most <laughs> she's
0: the most an opportunity, do you Jamie? You're fucking good for You it didn't it, chuck it, the you, you didn't
3: chuck the free steak, knives I was in though.
0: <laughs> 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 That's usually my job. about
3: <laughs>
2: you. <clears> I love <clears> that. Let's <throat> get her on the phone. <laughs>
3: Let's get her on now. Come on call her up. We we'll do all <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> she's beautiful, absolutely beautiful, and then you know I supported her in her business in her launching that and and she's doing amazing and and then from there, you know, I had a couple of little casual um people come in and work, but they also went and off and did their own thing and and that's as far as I got with it because it was just hard keeping them
1: <laughs> well that's that's the thing and right like the industry what the cleaning industry is known as the biggest robox is finding cleaners. That is yep. the biggest roadblock. So that's what with putting our system together, we, they come like, it's like, here's the course, come in, do the course, pay the subscription, we'll do all the things. People are like, thank you. Yeah, It's not like chasing chasing the wrong kind of people, I think, like within the cleaning industry because it's got this stigma like, oh, fuck cleaning. Like, you know, we get, you know, a lot of people that are looking for that quick cash, don't really want to work, they'll go to the cleaning industry. What we've done is eliminated that roof raft. Yeah, because yeah. I think a
3: lot of people like that were in Kayla's situation before. I'm not saying that that's what happened to you, but like they're so desperate to get other people to come in and help them, they're not means testing the people that they're bringing in. Yeah, they're just like, yeah. "Fuck, and then I, need aren't showing up, I need help. I need help now." Which is what we're doing now. We're means testing people by getting them to come in through our training. And
1: that's all it is, you know, the, paying for the course. It's not like, oh, fucking.
0: It's we're well, elim- actually not doing it for the money. No, <laughs> like <laughs> we're not like charging you charging for, for the training because we, uh, you know, need we- the money or we're like, we're tight for money. It's actually like, you've got to come through the training and if you can't be disciplined to co- go through the training and pay for the training, then, uh, you know, we're not a free service where you can just access our business. Like, you know, so I, it is definitely means testing a lot of the raff out of like, if you're fucking serious about this, then, um, you have to, you have to come through this pathway.
1: And what excites you most about that? Like starting in Brisbane, what what's oh. the most exciting part for you? All of it. All of the above,
2: <laughs> once again. It's just a whole new playing field for me, you know. Like I, yeah, number one, I've got all those resources and that to just hit the ground running, which really excites me because I did things the hard way in my business. I didn't have a lot of that stuff. Um, and, yeah, I, I just see so much opportunity down there and there's so much growth down there as
1: well. Or even, like, I think, bringing the, like you're already looking at securing contracts, right, and as a solo cleaner thinking about securing contracts, you would have been like, how the fuck would I actually do that?
0: Yeah, it's funny that, isn't it? When you think of that. No, it's not funny. I think it's <laughs> fucking glorious. <laughs> There's nothing funny about it. I think it's. I think it's good business to do that. And what? I, and the, it's smart business.
1: Well, the other thing I was going to say is, like, looking at our numbers, right? So, for potential brand licensees, they get our pack and our targets of what we expect them to make in the first month, two months, and whatever. And looking at those numbers based on what you could accomplish as a solo cleaner, like did that blow you out of the water? A
2: hundred percent, yeah, it really did. Like there's no way I could have done anything like what you've created on my own. Like you are a boss, honestly. Like you're, you are. You you play it down but you're incredible and the ideas that you have around business and how business-minded you are, like I, I look up to all three of you. I sit there and I listen to these episodes on a weekly and I am mind-blown every time I listen to one. Um,
1: but that I, I'm going to bring it around a little bit to the conversation that we were having before where I'm like you don't realise the inspiration that you are by somebody by just simply stepping up and taking a step and going, I'll do it. Yeah. And you are that for people now, you know. Like how many cleaners are out there or, you know, it doesn't even have to be people r- like running a cleaning business. How many people are single mums? Well, you know, yeah. going through what you've gone through, and you're you sharing your story, it's that four minute mile and that position, that permission slip to just go, "Oh, Kayla can do it, Jazz can do it, Al can do it, Jamie can do it." I, I'm like no different to anybody else, other than I took a fucking step and continue in a wheelchair. <laughs> well,
3: you took did, a yeah, step in you a hobbled.
1: <laughs>
2: you
3: kind of hobbled down the hallway, then yeah, sat first down.
1: Time arch like just like,
0: give me the computer out i'll just paint this cleaning we case. can launch this business in three weeks <laughs>
2: <Al>. <laughs> and look at what you created from a wheelchair right like, honestly oh but it's that's amazing It's
1: like if i can be anything in this world you know like i you know i'm not money driven as everybody that will like start to i know i say that and a lot of people go but if you say that all the time you must really want the money you know like I actually fucking don't. And people don't realize until they start actually working with me and being in my space. Like, she's actually does, like, I probably do need to start doing things a little bit more for them, for the money. But (laughs) for me, it's like every, it always comes back to every breath is closer to our fucking last. What Mm. are you going to do with them? What the fuck are you going to do with them? Are you going to sit around burnt out, like with your mop and bucket? Or are you going to find a better way so that you can actually live a life of fucking freedom?
3: And one thing we talk about a lot too is like the contributionism, right? Like if we can help you get on get on your feet more, you can start running your own successful business. That's us helping even more.
1: Oh, that's what I want to ask you. How do you feel about our giving back program? I th-
2: I think it's beautiful. I You know what I love and this is where this really aligned with me, this purpose-driven company. Like I think it is amazing that you're doing that. Like uh, that hit a sore point for me, like giving back to those in need
0: beautiful like say no more i think it's
1: beautiful thank you thank like it it do you have a
0: um do you have a particular niche of um uh businesses or like or or not class uh people in the community that you want to give back to like gold coast you guys are, and it doesn't it doesn't have to stay fixed but one of the things that you've spoken about is uh Currently to date, you know, like cancer, cancer people are patients who are going through cancer, you go in, you know, and so for me, um, my initial give back program is going to be um, for women's homes, oh. uh, at women's refuges and homes in Sydney. Don't want to talk too much about that because I will cry, but I've got a real heart for that. Do you have have you given much thought to that? I, I, and we're not gonna I have a little, um, and you're gonna make me cry because oh. you know I've been through
2: the ringer, and I would love nothing more to give back to those women in need as well because I I've been there. Everybody's
1: crying I... but out today. <laughs> Where are <Nelson>. your
2: tears? <laughs> but um, I, I think that's beautiful—is to give back to those in need and and those that are struggling. And I see a lot of it that are. Struggling with mental health, and they cannot keep on top of those tasks. And you know, they're they're in a rut. They're in a real rut, and they're they're living in squalor. Like, and I've I've seen people. They're so embarrassed to even post on socials that they're needing help. But I would n- love nothing more to go to those homes and and help them yeah. out. Yeah, I've seen to- that
3: firsthand, mate. Oh. How much of a difference that makes just going out and helping someone actually have a clean space that they can live in when they're trying to manage everything, the last thing that they actually have time to is keep their home and their environment clean. So it is a massive help.
1: And before before we go, how does it feel to have a non-for-profit?
2: It feels amazing. I'm learning all this new stuff about it that I didn't even know and I think it's, yeah, it's amazing. I love it.
0: Yeah. I've loved supporting you through that as well. And I think that it just creates that, um, a, a new sense of freedom for yourself in your business. It's like one less thing to do, you know, of, uh, you know, I mean, you'll probably still have to register for GST uh, yeah. for the amount of money that you're going to be earning, but, you know, uh, not having to submit annual tax returns, uh, not paying income tax as a nonprofit, and we still get to continue to do what we do, build a commercially profitable business, uh, and that makes a difference in the world. That makes – it contributes to – Brisbane, which is the society that, you know, you're going to be running your business what in. we like, go dream.
1: Before we
2: go,
0: <laughs> before yeah. we
1: go in, in the mic, what would you like to say to anybody that is looking at the Green Rebellion and coming on as a potential brand licensee?
2: Oh, jump on board. Honestly, jump on board the movement because it's beautiful what you guys are creating, the vision that you have, you know, long term as well. Why wouldn't you want to come in and work for a company like you guys, you know, for all those that are out there struggling to wear all the hats, to come in and go to your job and do your clean and then go home, switch off, be present with your family, I think there's nothing more beautiful than that. And
1: and how have you found the process?
2: Oh, easy. I feel so supported with you guys.
1: (laughs) We love you. I have this saying when somebody says easy, it's easier shitting in bed and kicking it out with your foot. (laughs) Would you say it's like... Would you say it's that easy? It's that easy.
0: <laughs> That's
3: not a mental picture you really want to paint.
0: <laughs> thanks, well, Thanks, Kayla. Yeah, no, thank thanks you. Thanks for having me. Thank you. How
3: scary was your first podcast?
0: It
2: was actually not that bad.
3: It was conversation.
2: We did not drink tequila
0: <laughs> before recording this. <laughs> thank you. Thanks thank for you. having me. Thank you. We'll see you on the next episode. And if you'd like to find out more, Click on the links below and reach out if you're interested in becoming a brand licensee, uh, reach out to myself, um, Jamie or Al and let's have a powerful conversation about what's possible in the cleaning industry. uru
3: Ciao.
0: Ooroo. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to be an uru girl like me. <laughs>